All right, let's do this. I'll do it. Yeah, forget how we do this. This is how, how we do, do it. it. God. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we got that on tape. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> recording. That's how, you got you to put that on right at the beginning. Yeah. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about... Tourette, Mway. Mway talking about Mway? Are we uh, talking about Mway? I looked up, you said that earlier, and I was like, yeah, how do you say this? And what the hell yeah, is that thing ahead. over the eye? Mm-hmm. It's an eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a brow for the eye. It's like the eye's got a, toupee, a bad toupee. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to... I don't know how that's pronounced. I wonder if I copy this and paste it in Google search. It'll give me a better explanation. Let's see. Uh, I is the 12th letter of the Roman alphabet and denotes I. Okay. That's, mm-hmm. that's tells me nothing. What is it called? Is it ampersand? Well, what's it called? It's uh, not, un- but it's bubble? like a, that's the thing. It's not a umlaut. It's not an apostrophe. It's not the two dots like over in German letters. It's a, like a, a a triangle on top of the eye. I don't know what that means. Yeah. It's, it's 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 the eyes of the yarmulke. <laughs> Hello, some, would you like to come in and have some have some cafelto with some uh, you know some wine? Do you think that changes how how the eye is is pronounced? That's what I. That's that's kind of what I'm asking. Yes, yes. That's uh, yeah. that was a long way to get to my question, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Is it like an I? Is, is now like pronounced like a, like a U or something? Or Umway? Umway? It's something in Chinese that probably we don't even understand because it. I mean, it's it's translated from Chinese characters yeah. to to English letters. So it's like you know the convert the conversion rate. It's like metric to the English <laughs> system. Like things get all screwed up. It's Prince's symbol right at the beginning of a of a, of a word. They're like, oh, how do you pronounce that? I don't know. Well, whatever his name is appears in Rogue One. Yes, that much is true. That much and, is true. And his voice appears in. Uh, from what I understand, I haven't I haven't seen the episode yet, but apparently his voice appears in Rebels. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> this is the part. This is the part where Chris. Chris has. Chris has like one job: the names and like where they appear. And then Tim always corrects it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, will, Chris will be like, "This guy appears in this, this, and this," and you sound really satisfied with yourself. And then Tim goes, "And don't forget this." <laughs> yeah. And then Chris goes, "Wow, <laughs> I don't even care. You're so stupid." <laughs> But what's funny is that this character can't even watch Rebels. You get it? <laughs> oh, oh! You can listen to it, and and if you if you're if you're at the, the Regal Premium Experience with the butt kicker seats, you can feel <laughs> Rogue One. The butt kicker seats—that's what they call it, butt kicker seats. Really? Yeah. If you if you well if, if you go to a Regal Premium, the seats are they're, they're called butt kickers, and you you sit there, and they're supposed to 
I guess, feel the force. Boom. Do you sit in them? Have you ever sat in one time? Just oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's I rude. Get- I guarantee you that's not why some of those people sit in those seats. <laughs> well, they've 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 since it used to be like the the Regals the the premium you had to pay like two dollars more to go. But my Regal near me has like put in the Regal XD, and there's also an IMAX there. So the Regal Premium Experience it was like kind of like what the fuck we're we're trying to people two dollars extra to sit on squishy seats that that rumble. Uh, rumble under your anus, tickle, tick, tickle your taint. Uh, but uh, so, so now they've they've taken that away. So it's just like when you go, like I went and saw nobody, and I sat in in that in you know on a butt cooker seat. So oh, that must have been a good one. It was awesome, yeah, because like you get punched in the face, like oh, tickling the taint. This is why Tim goes to the movies so often. <laughs> yeah. He gets his, his prostate gets a workout at these things. <laughs> and Tim is like, he'll go to three movies and walk out after the third one smoking a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> you want to know? For you? Speaking, speaking of going to movies, and I, I've already not been to movies before COVID. I just, it's something that seems to have dropped out of my life. Um, but we did a, a friend of mine, coworker too. Well, the both um, got a did a theater rental for Congress or Godzilla versus Kong. Thank, which is thank yeah. God, because if I didn't see that on the big screen, I, I would have been disappointed. <laughs> but we're like, he's he's texting me back and forth the different theater possibilities, and this one theater shows a list of, of th- movies you can rent, and one said Dutch, and I thought yeah. I thought it was the Dutch from Ed O'Neill, the Ed O'Neill Dutch yeah. from the nineties. Yeah. So I'm making fun of this. And he has no idea what I'm talking about because I had no idea there's a new movie out called Dutch. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's how out of touch I am with movies right now. You're out of Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sitting there saying how ridiculous it is. Like, who would pay money to go see, sit and watch? Seriously. Well, Dutch see, I mean, you wouldn't, you, you're, you're, not, you're not completely, like, wrong. There's There's been a lot of, like classic movies and not that Dutch is a classic movie oh, yeah. but there's been a lot of like older movies that have been re-released and I was actually and, and you're, you're you hit the nail on the head that's why I thought it wasn't out of their own possibility so now I'm looking up on the internet has Dutch become a cult classic without me knowing am I that out of touch and I was like nope I can't find anything about the only this Google search of that yeah. ever <laughs> that is funny he went into a deep dive and I, the guy's yep. like it's not even the right, right, right movie asshole <laughs> exactly yep you know what I you know and, and, and this is going off on a, on a weird tangent but you know what I heard? I read this recently that when they were casting The Sopranos, Ed O'Neill. I heard that. Ed O'Neill was almost Tony Soprano. Uh, I heard that. He could have done that. Yeah. It was. It was. It was like neck and neck between him and and uh, 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 Gandolfini. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, Gandolfini was Gandolfini's what was a good decade yeah. younger than. Or at least fifteen years younger. So I think I think for for virility, I think they they. they Who's laughing what now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one, one one is a Modern Family. One is well, not. that would have been that could have been his Brian Cranston moment. That could have been his Breaking Bad turned. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they, I I would have did. I don't think he showed up as any other character in on the on the show. I don't remember him. Ed O'Neill showing up. So, but that that would have been great to see Ed O'Neill come in. Yeah. That show in some fashion, maybe maybe he shows up in the new the uh, the Lords of Flatwood or whatever that that Sopranos prequel that's coming out this summer. Mm-hmm. He shows up in that. Anywho, but yeah, I, I don't know. Dutch, Dutch, Dutch. 
All right, now these names, I, I, I had a few family members laugh at my names tonight, okay? <laughs> well, they were they sure they laughing at the names, or were they just laughing at you trying the names? I didn't think it that... Really. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, there's, there's two of these, which, which they laughed at, so, all right, so please, you know, help me, just laugh with me, with me, with them. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, my name is Helen Keller Chris. Oh. That's, no one uh, sighed when I said that earlier. Is that one of the ones that got a laugh? I did not. Okay. <laughs> what, what's wrong with that? It's, it's, it's the K and C rule. <laughs> All right. I, Matt, this is probably, besides Matt at, this might be the second best name ever. I am joined with Matt Murdoch. Look how hard that one is. Oh! oh. <laughs> not bad. No. What, Dave? Not bad. If it wasn't for Netflix, I would have no idea who that was. <laughs> now, these these next ones, th- this one, Dave, your name got a, got a little laugh, okay? Uh-huh. Seeing Eye Dog Dave. I thought it was going to be Detached Retina Dave, so... Who's Dave Feliciano? <laughs> <laughs> His name popped up, but I couldn't figure out how to... D- I think I mentioned that! And the wife said, nah, that's not good. Feliciano. <laughs> Release Navi Dave. Release Navi Dad. And now, this is the one that got a laugh, and it makes no sense. It, this name is just totally just out there, but I thought it was funny. I got two laughs from it, okay? But Luke has to laugh at everything. Ready? Walking Stick Tim. Oh, God. I love you for trying. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead, Tim. Tell us <laughs> This is it. Chris is crestfallen. Someone order him an at least you tried cake. Can we we get that that, uh, Price is Right? (laughs) 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 Right. New Year Pets. Did you hear this? Ready? Ready? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. All right, Tim. Show, uh, right. Teach me some about you know this dude. I'm going to teach you about the Tirrit. Tirrit Imway. That's how I'm going to pronounce it. He is. Poor Chris a has blind... just lost all hope for this episode now. After that, he's just yeah. so disappointed. <laughs> I'm looking laughing. for. Uh, I'm looking for for my for my razors. Hold on. Oh, dang! <laughs> I'm going to go. I'm going to cut my wife. You bitch! I got to go. Sit in the tub for a while. <laughs> Warm tub. I'm fine. I already expected it, so I'm used to it now. <laughs> well, maybe maybe next episode will be better. I have some good ones for that one too. I'm excited. <laughs> you were I'm excited like a for dog. This one. I get all sad that I'm happy. <laughs> all right, Tim, go ahead. Blind right. me, this guy. So bl- he's uh chair to my blind human from the planet, or actually from the moon, Jeddah. And uh and the Jedi is the spiritual home of the Jedi, and some believe that the first Jedi temple was established on Jeddah. There's all sorts of mystery and unconfirmed stuff surrounding this planet, which I have a, which I hope that at some point they're going to explore these things in something for Star Wars. See, there's not a whole lot of story for this dude. This guy's a major character yeah. in, a, in a major movie. <laughs> And the movie came out what four years ago? Yeah, ish. Yeah. Five years ago, 
And there's nothing known about this guy. Like you would have thought there would have been books on these characters, but there aren't. There's there's one junior novelization that I could find that I own about the dog. I haven't read it yet. Uh, but yeah, there's and amongst that movie, he was a fan favorite. It wasn't like he was a character and people were like, Oh, that guy sucked. I mean, from what I remember, people really, really enjoyed this character. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is a guy that should have his, his history fleshed out. And here we are five years later and nothing. I mean, if I, if I'm going to, if I'm going to bitch and complain about, I mean, there's a lot of things to bitch and complain about when it comes to some of the more recent things in star Wars, not just with the movies, but in Star Wars in general, is they they're they're not they're not going deep with their characters. With their they're not they're not keeping you engaged with the characters that you that you're enjoying. Uh, so instead of you know with this, you can only watch this movie and here's that guy. Or like with the Mandalorian, I would have thought there would have been three Mandalorian books by now out on shelves. Um, is that because Disney? has everything locked down and doesn't let people write backstories like they used to. It kind of seems that way. Uh, but I mean, they, it used to, it used to be like with the, with the star Wars books, there used to be a, a paperback usually every month or every other yeah. month. Yeah. And about three or four times a year, there was a hardcover release. So they had the main books and then they had the pulp books. There's, and, it doesn't seem like that's happened. It seems like they're putting out two, maybe three hardcover books a year, but the softcover books aren't being released like they used to be. There seems right. to be now, and this is, I'm, I'm this, I, I have not read I have nothing. I have not read anything since they did the whole legacy versus Canon thing. Um, but it seems like, and, and I'm sure I'll get corrected if I'm wrong, that there's, there's, like movie characters and they stay in the movies. Now there's the TV characters. They stay in the TV world. Now there's comic characters that aren't in either of those, but they stay in the comics. And now there's a, a new, a new series. And I'm basically, I guess I'm basing this after really just one series of books or two series. There's alphabet squadron and there's mm-hmm. the new or not the, high, new, the high Republic, high Republic. And there, there isn't, seem to be very much at least not very much notable or very deep crossover between everything it's like they're all in their own media worlds and they're not yeah. mixing them this time uh, yeah it's it's really weird like i have no desire to read the high high, high republic because eh, because i don't know those characters and but i but i know that there are, that there are people that that are reading that in alphabet squadron and they are enjoying it because they are new characters and new stories but like, I want to read about the Mandalorian. I want to read about Chiridimwe. Uh, yeah, you know, I want to read like it's you know, Ch- Chiridimwe goes to the bank. I want to read that <laughs> book. <laughs> I, yeah, it's but it seems like the, we're not going to get the <laughs> book characters in the shows and vice versa. I don't yeah. know. And or well, not even, braille on the buttons <laughs> at the Mac. <laughs> yeah, doesn't even have to be in the existing books. You're right. What I'm saying is like it's not only just the stories; it's the meat, the format. That's the word I'm looking for. It's like they're they're not mix, even mixing formats. It's like I don't know why. Yeah, it's it, it's 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 one of those things that, uh, and, and I hate to say it, but it's one of those things that just even seeing the books out there, even if I'm not reading them, just seeing them out there is exciting to me. And oh. to see things and to not and to not see anything exciting when I walk into a Barnes and Noble, I'm just kind of like, mm. right. <laughs> last it, time like, I walked I, into a 
bookstore, I thought I walked into a fucking Toys R Us. I'm like, where are the books? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's all pops, you know? Yeah. Barnes, and, Barnes and Noble has actually been getting better about actually being booky uh, since they got bought out by that British company. But oh, for a okay. while, it really was. It really was. You know, we're gonna we're gonna sell you more Legos than uh, <laughs> than books. Um, but no, yeah, it, it really is that. It's 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 kind of sad to go into a bookstore and not be excited by by what's on the shelves and just see like I don't know what this is. It's depressing. It it kind of is. Kind of is. I'm picturing Tim. Tim used to go into Barnes and Noble and get a little, you know, his a little chubby. <laughs> yeah. And now when he walks in, he feels like Chris does after he reads his names. <laughs> I, I walk- <laughs> And that doesn't feel good. Let me just put that out there. <laughs> I walk. I walk into. Yeah, I walk both into still Barnes do it. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Go straight to straight to straight to the literature section. Pick up my copy of Little Women and sit down. <laughs> uh, oh, Professor Bear, you're so sophisticated. Uh, see, yeah, see, I say I make these definitive statements, and I go on Amazon to see what the latest books are, and there's a whole Thrawn series. So that that like throws that out the window because wasn't he in Rebels? Yeah, and there's there's well, been endless rumors that he's going to show up in one of these shows, probably the Ahsoka one. So, well, I'll just have to edit out my last five minutes of me speaking. <laughs> and just put in some. Well, yeah, there is music. there is some Thrawn stuff, and that's and that's cool. Uh, the the Thrawn stuff is cool, so I'll give him that. Uh, it's I just I just want like give me give me give me an anthology book like the Tales of the Jabba's Palace. Give me like Tales those, of Jedi. Tales those of, are would be great. I yeah. would love to see those come up again tales of the new republic tales of tales of the first order you know stuff like that i, I would i would i would who do i have to fuck to get that <laughs> stuff done who, who do i to fuck badly <laughs> daniel logan <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah cool. that could happen but uh yeah so anyway um but yeah there's there's not a uh, not not a whole lot with with Sharon. but he is he he does he does come from jedo there's not there's there's a little bit written about Jetta, but it's all in mystery. So hopefully they explore this in some fashion in something. But there's the there's the new there's the the who's the uh, who's your the, ca- the the the, ca- the Cassian Andor series oh, right, yeah. at this time. So you never know. We we might we might return to Jedi and, and learn a little more. And Donnie Yen, even though they didn't actually meet until the thing, you might see Donnie Yen in the background. We'll see him on this one, but he is, uh, he's actually a guardian of the wills, which is an order of warrior monks that build their belief system around the, the force in a much more spiritual way than the Jedi. These aren't Jedi. They're not actually force users, but a lot of them are force sensitive, meaning they're attuned to the force but they don't necessarily have the skills that a Jedi would use. Like they can't necessarily force push or levitate or that, that sort of stuff. But they're they're They have a lot of intuition uh, that they believe comes through the force and that, uh, and they have a lot of faith. So for them, the force is more of a religion than even the Jedi. This whole idea uh, is probably my favorite thing from rogue one. Cause I've always liked the idea of the, the um force yeah i guess the force was starting there branching out to other people as other things and like like maybe they're i always kind of imagined i I used to write some fan fiction for it 
for Star Wars way, way, I think even before the novels came out, just kind of, because it's an easy way to get rolling. You know the characters well, and you just write yeah. a story for them. You don't have to start from scratch, and it helps give you ideas for other things. And I always th- thought it would be a neat idea that if there was a, there, you got the Jedi and the Sith that we know about, it'd be kind of neat if somewhere out there we discovered another interpretation of what the Force can do by another group of people. And this is, this is in that realm. So I really like this part, this thing that came out of um, Rogue One and, and going back to where we started this whole thing with love of a book yeah. or something to flesh out and this idea a lot more. I, I do. I like this. I like this idea of a yeah a group of characters and, and hopefully we do learn more about them uh, that do base it on a, on more on religious views. Uh you know the Jedi. They kind of they had their their system of laws, and this is a, yeah. This is their this is a, a more of a just a system of faith um, that they live by, which I think is cool. And and he and he is a uh, and he's a uh, a traveling preacher based out of the the city of of Jeddah, which is the the city that we see in in Rogue One there on uh, on the planet. Um. But yeah, I I think I think I think he's a cool character. I like that idea, um, and uh, in but I, I will ask I will I will ask this after the, the the Jedi purge in Episode Three, the Empire and you know basically all the news media became we'll call we'll call a state run for lack of a better term and put it out there like that. The Jedi were terrible, horrible things, and they were all gonna, you know, uprise and and they 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 planned to destroy everything and take over the galaxy. I'm wondering at this point if the Guardians of the Wills are viewed as bad guys to the average person, hmm, probably because of the their you know, yeah, it's kind of like this. It's uh, like back in the days of circuses, traveling circuses, and there were circus fires. There was all this propaganda put out there about how circuses were terrible and they were run by bad people and carnies and that sort of stuff. And that, that kind of sentiment runs through today. When you think about like traveling circuses and carnivals, you think about weird people being associated with it. Um, If this is supposed to be a religious thing too, and there, and I know this isn't in the canon, but if they're taking it from religious things, that would have been something that was like Christ, like, like after Christ was crucified, the remaining disciples were made to look bad yeah by you know the 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 romans and 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 then they slowly you know would spread that word so that seems like kind of what he's doing he's a disciple not of a person but of a a power or a, or or you know whatever you want to call the force and he's out there doing his thing to witness I guess. Yeah. He gets on top of a rock. Blessed are the cheesemakers. <laughs> <laughs> Life of Chirrut. Um, yeah. <laughs> he could so, not look on the bright side of life. Ex-Lepa. Almost really Lepa. Now, yeah, as I as said, he lived as a traveling preacher, but he uh, he traveled along. He had a, he had a, he had a, he had a travel buddy. His hetero life mate uh, was <laughs> Baze Malbus. Oh. Silent Malbus. 
Yeah, Solomon Malbus. Shooty McGunface. <laughs> <laughs> and Malbus, uh, we'll save him for uh, for another for another episode because okay. you could just do it now. <laughs> just do it. You <laughs> could just do it. <laughs> no, 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 Dave no, is no, looking no, for no, every no, back door out of the show he can find. I say we do it. Show of hands. Okay, let's go for it. <laughs> base, sure, base how many Malbus hands were raised? <laughs> he was he was actually a former Will's Garden, and he he le- he, he kind of he was a little wayward. He left there, and he he just became uh, basically an assassin, you know, gun for hire. Uh, but he see he, for some reason he hung around this whole time with uh, with Cheerit. So that I I haven't quite figured out like where why he's doing that if if he's if he's not a guardian and he doesn't necessarily is not whole hog into the will system why is he constantly traveling around with you know the poster boy for it maybe he was a great conversationalist maybe yeah. he was really good at cornhole <laughs> <laughs> we're going to play uncle jesse's balls again no not again well, he reminds him of his kid you have kids? Not anymore. They <laughs> 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 <Dave> got it. <laughs> That's funny. No. Uncle Jesse's balls. Not I think anymore. we talked about this. Did we talk about this? Not anymore. What does that mean? <laughs> Look at this. It's just a bucket of chestnuts. Who has a bucket <laughs> of chestnuts in the back of their car? <laughs> um, Shit, we derailed anyway. him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, cheer it. Uh, he, he, he was uh, he was adept at the uh, traditional light bow combat, which is the preferred, the, the preferred, the preferred, <laughs> the perverted, the perverted weapon of the will. Squeech as uh, the preferred weapon of the will. So is that the because most- they can't get a lightsaber? Like they're they're like Jedi light, you know? Like they can't yeah. <laughs> they can't get the lightsaber, but like how about a stick? <laughs> And if you can't have if you can't have Coca Cola, you can get Diet Zero. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you no. wrap that present for Aunt Baru, and you can have the <laughs> pay, the cardboard tube when you're done with as a weapon. You know, <laughs> you know what? Going going back on on uh, uh, on that the, the idea of of the, the the Jedi being smirched over the years. Do you think? Okay, so so uh, Aunt Baru and Uncle Owen they're there on Tatooine. And just fucking yeah, that just that well in the hot weather, and you know, and and he knows that Anakin was a Jedi, and he knows that Obi Wan Kenobi's a Jedi, and they and Obi Wan and Obi Wan comes and drops off these two babies. Say, hey, you watch these for a while. I'll be over here on this hill. And over the over the <laughs> over the years, is that what that series is going to be like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm a peeper. Look at you, Owen. Ooh, he's showering again. <laughs> That's a. I, th- I thought. I thought we had a water crisis. <laughs> uh, uh, no, but um, do you think over the years, after uh, all this, all this anti-Jedi sentiment is making its way around the galaxy? Oh, the Jedi—they fuck pigs. Oh, and then, you know, and then all these things. Oh, they, they, they. They kill puppies and they're oh the Jedi they they they, they kiss clowns and they that kind of stuff babies. kiss clowns. clutch babies. 
And these all this all this like all this anti Jedi sentiment rumors are going around, and this stuff is filtering out to uh, Uncle Owen. Do you think that sort of stuff could have influenced? Like, don't go talking to Obi Wan. I bet he's kissed a clown or two. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you're onto something here. Yeah. Like, 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 like. He's like, okay, some of this stuff is far fetched, but. It can't all be wrong. I got to imagine, and we'll probably get the answer, that him just bringing the son of Darth Vader to his home, Darth Vader's home planet, will inevitably cause the Lars trouble. So he's already got, like, a bad opinion about Obi-Wan, and it just, there's some things that resonate. They, They might not be, like, in the same realm, but, like, they're in the same side of the spectrum it's not a far lead for him to go yeah and that too and just build upon his his disappointment or anger or whatever he has towards obi-wan so maybe well maybe he doesn't outright believe it but he it it like like yeah i could see that because this dickhead did this because like this, it just snowballs i think over time yeah. see I, I i'm of the belief that that people don't know that anakin is darth vader i i don't i have a feeling that oh yeah, the yeah, darth, yeah. darth vader well, is no okay Yep. No, 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 you're right. You're right. Yeah. But, but I like, like Owen has heard the name Darth Vader, but he doesn't know that that's actually Anakin. Well, he, he might not know, but just the, I'm, I guess I'm saying I, 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 like even maybe same, same concept, but not as direct of a problem. The fact that he's there will cause problems. There will be, yeah. like, he doesn't know that he's harboring Darth Vader's son, but there's, people that are bothering him looking for Luke that he can't quite put two, <laughs> mm-hmm, two together yeah. because they know, or they know they need to get Luke for some reason. I don't know. We'll see, but it's, yeah, I, looking, I'm sure it caused some kind of problems in the, in someone the knocks on the door. We're looking for Luke Vader. Sorry. No Luke Vader here. We just got a Luke Skywalker. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it. Or it'll, it'll come out in the Washington that show that he was instructed to do that all along. Like, like there will uh, yeah. be some meeting at some point where Obi-Wan is like, he's going to keep asking about stuff and you got to stall him as long as you can. Yep. Yeah. So it'll it'll be I'm I don't necessarily care about some of this stuff, but I am really looking forward to that show. There was a yeah. there was a small comic I think, and not a, a, a like a, not even the full issue of a comic. I think it was a comic that was like a combination of three, like a like a like an anthology where Obi Wan was talking to Owen the night before he knew. I think Darth Maul was going to be there. It's one of the many. Obi Wan Darth Maul stories, and they all kind of oh, share the same I think thread. It was a, so that, visionaries yeah, thing. Oh, that maybe. might have been it. Yeah. So that kind of alluded to Owen knowing what was up, and Obi Wan kind of saying, "Here we are." And and whoever wrote that wrote Owen really well into being like, "I'll do what I have to do," and hating Obi Wan for putting any everyone in this in the first place. So that 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 story whether it's i guess that's not canon anymore either whether whatever it is has always stuck with me with the history of owen and knowing what's going on owen i'd like to tell you something <laughs> it's very hard for me to tell you this but i stroked it to your wife and darth vader was luke's father <laughs> you what that's right it's his father did you i i watched the um the vow recently i had no idea bonnie peace was part of that nexium thing yeah, I heard about that. But, yeah, but was, I guess she was the her. whistleblower, huh? Like she wasn't yeah, part of was, the, yeah. the 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 when the shit hit the fan. She was she she's the one that saw shit go wrong and and caused the shit. Mm-hmm. Not 
well, maybe directly. I don't know. I don't want to even talk about that because I don't know what I'm saying. But it was funny. I bring it up because I'm watching this going, going that chick looks like freaking Bonnie Peace. And then at the bottom it said, Bonnie Peace, actress. I'm like, yeah. well, that explains it. Hey, that, that explains why. Yeah. I'm if hoping only she could have like- saved... Well, she could have saved Allison Mack. Yeah. Now, now yeah. I have a, I have this I have this useless Allison Mack autograph photo. What am I going to do with it? <laughs> That's weird to me. I got Allison Mack and Bonnie Pease's autograph. Yeah. So, well. am, I, am I a part of that too now, or what? I don't you know. are. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, um, so he uh, uh it enters into the our our world of viewing in in Rogue One. When he uh, joins up with Jen, Jen Erso and her merry band of rebels, <laughs> as they're as they're on the way to to find the plans for the Death Star, each and one he's originally more attracted- unlikable than the next. Oh, sorry, that's just my opinion. <laughs> he's originally attracted to her not because of her looks, wink, <laughs> but because of the Kyber crystal Wait, around I her see neck. what you did there. <laughs> that was good. That was good. Too. <laughs> Wee- um, so yeah, see, he, he becomes part of that and, uh, you know, yeah, we've all seen the movie. He's, he's, he's awesome. He's funny in it. Like when they put the bag over his head, you know, yeah. I'm blind. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just, just, uh, he's, he's, he really is. He's him and, uh, K2SO are really the, like the, the, the humor of of this of the of the movie they 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 give it they give it they make it a little lighter mm. and I I really like that and they and they also they also make it a little heavy because at the end of the movie he uh, he uses he basically uses a you know his his faith walk to cross the uh, the this battlefield this un this unsurvivable battlefield based on his faith in the force and his and his uh, supreme confidence in himself he's able to walk across. And flick the switch. I guess that the switch was for the the the, sh- the shield generator to allow the ships in to to attack uh, Scarif. Um, so he flicks the switch. Someone shoots a fuel container next to him, blows up. He gets blown across the, the planet uh, to die in his buddy's arms. Uh, you got shot. <laughs> <laughs> I won't go home. The force <laughs> is with me, Forrest. <laughs> and I'm one with the force. Um, but yeah, that, and that's 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 where he dies. Um, but if he's uh, if he dies, I think I truly believe he. Well, I don't think his body disappears, obviously, because it's it's there. I do believe he, he he somehow becomes one with the force because I'm told that his uh, that his disembodied voice speaks with Ezra in one of the one of the last episodes of the rebels, which I haven't got to the end of rebels. Who told you that? <laughs> who put the bomb on that? Uh, but yeah, so, uh, so I believe that he actually does become one with the force. This is just my own personal view. Well, which may or be confirmed or, or, or denied uh, in, in future uh, media. Disney's going to sue you, Tim. They might. <laughs> he figured it out. Sons of bitch. So, uh, behind the scenes. Oh, by the way, his effort opened the door for Rebel Victory, and then they got the plans, and then the plans <laughs> made it to 
to the rebels and they blew up the Death Star and then uh, then they went to Hoth and then they built another Death Star and that got blown up and then all of that was for nothing because then a bigger Death Star was built out of a planet. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> that fucked up the whole entire New Republic and then then what happens is uh, you know uh, the Emperor comes back again and uh, then they kill him and the last Skywalker uh, wasn't even a Skywalker it was a Palpatine and but takes the name Skywalker. The end. Oh, that was, that's that was the moment Wars of the episode. <laughs> yep. um, behind the scenes, portrayed by Donnie Yen, uh, martial art film yeah. legend. Yeah, which, the, the uh, whole Ip Man series is like phenomenal. Like I can't yeah. believe they keep making them, and they're still like <laughs> I watch them beginning to end every time they. I can't find man. them. I've never seen any of those. I've seen Yip Man, and I've seen Ip Man too. But uh, I, I, four, I currently four available. Yeah, there the fourth one was re- relatively recent, wasn't it? Yeah, like, as the, I think within the past year, maybe two at best. Yeah, but he's he's been in other he's been in other things, but I I just I either don't remember him in them or I haven't seen like he's in the new Mulan movie that's out there on Disney Plus, which I haven't watched. Chris, you saw it? Do you? Yeah, do, yeah, yeah. It was good. Uh, he was in Blade Two. He wasn't. I remember going to see Jet Li's that that movie Jet Li Hero that was like Jet Li's last martial arts yeah. extravaganza. He was in that, um, but yeah, I I, I I he didn't come into my consciousness until this movie. There was something on Facebook or Instagram just in the past week of him singing a song. Oh God! <laughs> and he sings all the parts. There's like four pictures of him. And he's singing along. He's he, he's like created he like he's created this like symphony of Donnie Yen voices to for this for whatever this song was. But I bet I he's better than Jackie Chan. Well, it made <laughs> me think of that because Jackie Chan fancies himself a singer. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. He uh, he's he's the one that fancies himself. <laughs> he's the only one. Not anybody else. But Donnie, it, it it looked it almost looked like they they really like went over his face with. Either a lot, probably makeup and some sort of digitalization to make him almost look like a porcelain doll. Huh. It was it was kind of off putting. Yeah, that's a little. But he was just singing. That wasn't that. I don't know what song he was singing, but that would be great if you sang that. I pulled up his IMDb page quick because I figured I said I bet you he's been in stunts, stunt stuff that I didn't realize he's in and there's not a whole lot there's a couple things but then i saw highlander endgame pop up I'm like oh uh, god so and he's, he's in the in sequel to shanghai he's in was <laughs> shanghai Nights. oh really <laughs> which oh, I, I i have not seen that when i saw shanghai noon and actually i watched it recently because it's on hbo max um <laughs> Sponsored by sponsored by Chris Irons. <laughs> You'll have to complete the set then. Oh, sponsored by. <laughs> you know you're going to get sued by them. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's been a bunch of action figures, and I got to say, I think it's the same action figure over and over again. They're awesome action figures. Like it's a cool action figure. I don't own it. I want one though. I'll probably look for a black series just so I can get the big one. Yeah, these are cool. The black series one, bigger and blacker series. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, they're they're very cool action figures. It's a real poseable. The face is a little off, but um, still, it's a cool figure. And I'm told, I read that originally the character was not written as blind. It, Don, Donnie came up with that idea. I was like, 
I'm gonna come up. I, I want this guy to be blind. And uh, Gareth was like, Gareth Edwards, the director, was like, all right. <laughs> Gareth Edwards is a chill dude. He's yeah. just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah really. whatever, Donnie. Yeah, you yeah. seem to know what you're doing. We got lunch at 11. That's all I know, man. <laughs> do yeah. whatever you want. Grand I got to gotta leave for the day to do that stupid salt appearance in Last Jedi anyway, so go for it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Whatever. But yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. I I, uh, I really like this character. Um, I'm glad... I'm glad uh, to do it because we haven't done a, a, a larger character in some time. And he's, I think he's in terms of the, the newer movies, I think he is one of the larger, more major characters of the last, you know, six years or so. Mm-hmm. And that's so all I, I, had a, oh, yeah. I had a question the whole time. I was hoping going to answer this on his um, Wikipedia thing. He's looking at me. <laughs> How'd you know where the camera is? He doesn't. The camera found him. Yeah. Yeah. Here's a click. Damn good answer. I Thank like you. that. I like that. Yeah. He, he, someone was wearing clicky shoes, the cameraman. <laughs> click, 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 the paparazzi. That was good, Tim. Yes. Cheer it. Cheer it. What are you, what are your thoughts on Prince Philip? Oh, he has one with the force. The force is one with him. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I, I do like the idea of like kind of the, the whole Beck story ish what do you want to call it the concept behind the kind of justice for his character and i wish they would would do more things like this in, in other media yeah. i just think there's there's a lot to be fun stuff for really creative people to tell stories about i, I just don't yeah. know where why it hasn't happened yet it'd be cool mean like a, a prequel or origin thing of how he became blind he makes i want to see this right? guy with a sword where he can see what he's doing first yeah. you know what i mean it would be cool if they did like a you know they they've they've done manga they've done Star Wars manga, but if they did a whole series just on the Guardians and cheer it in manga, uh, like in traditional manga, like you're gonna read yeah. it backwards and, and stuff. But with like and, and 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 sometimes like not even like not even a whole lot of dialogue, just sort of like minimalist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would be all about that. I would I would go and buy that. I think I think that would be an interesting read. That'd be yeah. cool. Maybe you could get it at a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> Maybe. And you, you know can, what? I, uh, you can I, get I, it. You can get a cheer at Pop Funko while you're at it. <laughs> a blind bobblehead. Um, <laughs> you know, I bought a, I bought a, uh, a, a graphic novel. I, I, I remember sending photos of it to, to Chris. It's for the Mandalorian. Do you remember those, those old comics where it would be like a comic based on a TV show or a movie? And they'd actually use photos yes. from the movie. Yeah. And the, it's a whole graphic novel. It's the first like four episodes oh, of The Mandalorian, <laughs> but done like that. It's just screenshots, and then it'd be like The Mandalorian would be like, "I'm not killing this baby," and, you know, and then it would keep keep going on. I'd be like, "No, the baby mistake comes with me," you know that kind of stuff. It, it, it's actually pretty pretty okay. pretty neat. I found it at at that I walked into a comic shop just to see what was see what was new, and I was like, "Ooh, this is new," so I bought it. Well, Mandy, is there feedback time? I have some, but I maybe uh, I'm going to change gears a little bit because we haven't really talked about it apart from those episodes. Um, this is our 10th year. Our anniversary, the actual date is come and gone. And we did those four episodes of uh, is like the reverse roast. And a lot of people commented and congratulated us on 10 years and, and, and left some comments and thoughts of their own. So I kind of thought maybe should take a moment to thank them, not only for taking the time to comment that 
on the episodes, but thank everyone who has been listening for 10 years or people that have been with us for somewhere came on board somewhere along the line and has caught up with all the work we've done for the past 10 years. That's some kind of one thing that didn't come up too much in those four episodes. And we have a couple ideas, just a couple simple ideas, no big party or anything to still do in celebration for our 10 year anniversary. And we might acknowledge it some more there, but I figured why not since we're back together tonight, doing a couple episodes, thank everybody for the past 10 years. Yeah. We certainly uh, the genesis of doing this is always to for us for to catch up, talk, have fun, have a lot of laughs. But it's no, I don't think a stretch of imagination to say we all appreciate that people have taken time to listen to those conversations of us mm -hmm. just talking, laughing, and having a good time. So I figured for feedback, I just take a moment and thank everybody, no matter when you came on board, for all the support in all the different ways between listening joining us on social media, supporting us on Patreon, leaving us a review, however you've done it, whatever you've done. Thank you. That's simple as that. Thank nice. you. Very, very well said. And I'm, I won't mention a name or anything, but I, earlier I noticed one of our listeners back in the day was, was a, whatever, a teen, a young teen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a, young, now, a young lad. Now this person is a married man. Yep. Married man. And I was like, when well, he becomes a father, we have to stop. <laughs> I guess it has been 10 years. I'm like, that's just weird yeah. to think that, you know, it's been 10 years and all, you know, from a teen to a married man, you know, yeah. they, they grow up so fast, you know, <laughs> the people that you don't really know. Right. Yeah. So fast. yeah, exactly. Right. If anybody <laughs> wants to throw us a pizza party, you might show up. I would love it if, uh, if someone threw us a pizza party. Okay, well, we're at Tim Pizza Hut, Papa John's. Yeah, Pizza Hut. And, and I'm not talking, I, I don't want it a new Pizza Hut. I want it like an old school Pizza Hut with the one red the, cups. red roof Pizza Hut. Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say with the fucked old... up roof. And that, <laughs> yeah. that was my favorite. That was my most obsessed Tumblr page for like a good month a few years ago. It was called Used to Be Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> and they That's had those fine. red glasses, right? Plastic yeah, the, the, glasses. the red, the the red, red cups. cups yep. and the, yeah. And then the sit down Pac Man arcade yep. game. Yeah, the the, the Pac Man was either next to the jukebox or next to the cigarette machine. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Shit, now I want pizza. It's fucking eleven cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah. So so even if we can't come, throw throw your own little sweet pizza party somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, but send us send us pictures of your sweet send pizza us pictures party. of you yeah eating pizza yeah. without it. Yeah, actually, yeah. Eat everyone <laughs> worldwide pizza party. Post pictures of yourself eating pizza on our <laughs> there you go <laughs> Facebook page, and this and we'll yeah, pizza for Swick. It doesn't. It doesn't. It does. Does it doesn't have a ring to it? But yeah, just just post pictures of yourself eating pizza. <laughs> All right. Well, Dave, I think it's time. It is time. We're going to do something a little different here because uh, we were talking beforehand, and we usually do Star Wars trivia now. And uh, we don't know the exact number, but Matt postulates that it's well over a thousand Star Wars trivia questions we've asked over the past decade. And uh, are there any more? <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we asked them all and done different things here and there with that. But uh, people like our tri trivia segment and 
it leads into something else, which we also have available on Neozaz, which is a full-on trivia show called A Proper Education, which features me asking the guys trivia questions on generally pop culture. So these won't be about Star Wars, but we're using this as almost a commercial uh, to let you know that A Proper Education is another show that is available at Neozaz, free to listen like everything else. And uh, if you like to listen to trivia... um, I think I like it because it's a lot of like, it's not, it's not like, what's the state capital of Rhode Island? Who gives a shit? You know, <laughs> sorry, Rhode Islanders, but uh, you know, this is all pop culture kind of stuff. So if you like it, um, this is a little taste of it. And then you can go and listen to that. And I think we're going to record more of those in the future. It's funny. Cause I forgot the name of the show actually, because we hadn't done one in a while. And so I, I Googled it and up, it came on audible. It's on audible free to listen as well. I mean, listen to wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah. That, and, that, I just want to say that whole Amazon thing is like, I'm surprised that hasn't caused more of a stink. Cause they've added every one of our shows, like without us doing anything, they just added it, which means they've done it for everybody in the world probably. And I'm surprised someone oh, wow. hasn't caused some kind of bullshit, uh class action suit just to be able to try to get some cash out of it. Yeah, really? <laughs> Maybe that could be us. <laughs> <laughs> but wherever you listen to your podcast doesn't have to be on Neozaz, but that's the the main source but you know things get put online matt you don't have anything to do with putting some of this stuff on audible do you no that's what i'm saying well auto audible is is amazon and amazon i it was i was over a course of a week i got 30 emails from amazon saying my podcast is now available on audible i'm like i did nothing why is that happening oh okay you know it exposes it to more people what the fuck do i care you know right yeah i hear you well the only reason i bring it up is because there's a summary of the show oh boy on on audible and it made me laugh when you know you guys were finishing up the episode so here's the summary of a proper education dash bar trivia show on audible dave is the talented and charming host of trivia nights at the proper brewing company in quakertown pennsylvania very nice i mean whoever wrote this actually i did write that they're taking the description directly from the website feed Okay, <laughs> then this made me laugh because the next sentence is Matt, Chris, and Tim are three guys he knows somehow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so that made me laugh. Matt, you made me laugh. Oh, I thought you. somebody, I thought somebody else did that. I'm nope. like, you know, here's this guy, and he somehow knows these other people. Yep, that was me. <laughs> yep, I wrote that. All right. So the way this goes is, uh, we'll give each of you a turn, but if you don't know your question. The other people can steal. Okay. And that's how we're probably going to determine the winner. So I'm going to go through just one round of questions that I wrote and we'll, uh, let's do alphabetical order just for, uh, uh, you know, shits and giggles here today. So Chris, is this the Dave alphabetical order where T becomes, comes before M? No. Okay. This is by first name. So we'll do Chris, Matt, Tim. Okay. So Chris, (laughs) your question, your category is music. My favorite. Go ahead. Arguably, the most important moment in popular music history occurred on November 21st, 1955, when Sam Phillips of Sun Records in Memphis sold Elvis Presley's recording contract to what record company making rock and roll available to the masses? Name that record company. The only record company that comes to mind is RCA. That's what I'm going with. Is that your final answer? 
final answer. Now, I don't know if that's the dog listening to the yeah to the yeah, that one RCA. That's that's what I'm going with. Final answer, Regis. I am impressed with you. I thought <laughs> this was going to get through you, maybe Matt, <laughs> and get to Tim as his softball. But yes, yep. for thirty five thousand dollars. Sam Phillips sold Elvis's contract to RCA Records. Nice job. It would have went to him. I had no idea. What are some other uh, radio corporations of America? Look at you. I would have guessed it would have got to me and I would have guessed Sun if Chris didn't guess Sun. And I only know that Sun is a record company because of Tim's uh, Artmore piece (laughs) from a few years ago. So Tim would have been credited with that answer anyway. (laughs) All right, Chris with an early lead. Matt, your category is celebrities. Now, this is more for the people in the Philadelphia region. Oh, okay. John Crook. But you'll know this. Local Philadelphia news legend Yuki Washington mm. is actually cousins with what Academy Award-winning actor? Ooh, I don't know, but that's interesting. Um, huh. I'm trying to think of Academy Award winners from Philadelphia area. Not that you, I don't know that Yuki Washington's from Philly. If he just happens to do news in Philly or weather, he does weather, right? He is the anchor. Oh, anchor! You're right. Oh, okay, my bad. My bad. It's been a while. It's been. I've now lived in Florida longer than I lived in Philadelphia. I hate saying that, <laughs> but it's true. Um, I don't know. Uh. Uh, I'm going to say <laughs> it's, it's such, it's, it's like either it's too obvious <coughs> that it's can't be true or it's so obvious it has to be true. And I have to go with last name and say Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington is correct. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I never knew that. That's, that's cool. They are cousins and people that aren't from Philadelphia. Like we don't care about this, but <laughs> if you're from the Philadelphia area, you love Yuki Washington. Actually, okay. new. And, and, and he's in, yeah, he's in uh, Split. And- yeah, he's in all the Shyamalan movies. He either yeah. on camera or his voice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. all right, Tim. Hey, Yuki, Yuki's a favorite. Yuki is the bump. So, we're actually going back to music for Tim. Oh, boy. It won't Tim, get to me. Who is the very first athlete mentioned in the lyrics of Billy Joel's 1989 verbose history lesson, we didn't start the fire. Me and Christy were just singing this along with this on the way back from the brewery today. I think he's doing first the lyrics. A- Are you singing the it? First, uh, the first athlete. Uh, the first athlete. So sing it. I mean, do it in your head. I feel like everybody knows at least. Well, the beginning. I, yeah, I, I mean, I, I know that Joe DiMaggio. I'm trying to think if there's someone before that. Because it's everything that it, it happens after World War II. That's that's basically the whole thing is 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 American history from World War II to 1989. Although he really he really skips like he, you know when when you listen to that song like each each uh, verse is like a decade or just a few years, but he goes from like 1969 all the way to like 1990 in like half a verse. <laughs> yeah, he really <laughs> skips through the 70s and 80s. Just to get to, hey, it's crack, homeless mess, everything you don't know, everything sucks, we're scared. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. Welcome to Michael Jackson COVID. We yeah. didn't start well, this there. Your mom is everything. It's, everything is, 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 yeah, it, it just, it goes, it goes, it's, it starts out real happy. And then the last thing is just everyone's dying and babies. That is great. Tim saw Terrible. me in Q-Town. 
I was getting out of my car with Christine Brinkley. Tim saw me walking, <laughs> walking into his neighbor's house. <laughs> it looks like a castle, but it's and the kid was an asshole. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Joe DiMaggio. I can't think of I can't think of uh, anybody that was before that. All right. Harry Truman, Doris Day, Red China, Johnny Ray, South Pacific, Walter Winchell, Joe DiMaggio. Yeah. Congratulations. Tim. Nice. Well done. All right. You guys are three for three. This I'm impressed. Say, like Billy Jean King. Billy Jean King was born. <laughs> Something Joe happened DiMaggio. yesterday. I forgot along the way. And then I'm going to sing about Michael Jackson's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, needs to, he needs to do like three more. That's like second Michael Jackson verse I made up tonight. What the fuck? I'm gonna sing about Michael Jackson's dead. <laughs> yeah. It's he gonna needs- end with like COVID and DMX is dead. <laughs> yeah. Every 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 show he does at the Garden is monthly shows. He needs to do this month. <laughs> Billy's yeah. Billy's month in 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 music. He needs to add one one more <laughs> chapter of just what happened the past month. Biden's in the office now. DMX is dead somehow. Evergreen is stuck in the Suez Canal. <laughs> wow. That was excellent. Right listen, now, Billy Joel is feverishly writing down. Listen, D- DMX is old news. Shock G. Oh, Shock G. Rapper. That was a surprise yeah. that he was yeah. still alive. Yeah. Yo, fat girl. Trump, yeah, I called Trump. you fat. Look at me, I'm skinny. That was, there you go. I think my Facebook page had like seven RIP Shock G, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? And then I get the news alert saying Shock G slash Humpty died. I'm like, no, not Humpty. And then I didn't realize he went by another name. And that's perfect for Billy Joel to do a Trumpy and a a Humpty. (laughs) Trumpy. You know? All right, Chris. Okay. Category is TV. TV. And I wrote this when she died. With the passing of Gilligan's Island's Dawn Wells last week, Aww. we finally have a winner to the original season of Survivor. Oh, as, as only one. That's sad. As only one of the castaways is still alive. Who was the only surviving member of the seven passengers of the SS Minnow? All right. I- <laughs> Has to be the, the two rich people, the the, the Hals. They're they're dead. Oh, love it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Don Wells was not the hot one. The hot one was was, was Ginger, whoever. I um, don't know if I agree with that, but okay. Yeah, Don Wells was. I, was I know just... what you're saying. I I I guess I should say the, the Hollywood star. Yes, okay. there you go. Denver's dead. Um, Alan Hale's dead. The the skipper, well not the skipper, the professor, he's dead. So I have to say it's it's fuck it's it's Ginger, Don Wells, Bob Denver, Tina Louise, Tina Louise still alive. She has to be ninety seven. Tina Louise is still alive. God, how old is she? Eighty six. Eighty six. Okay. She's eighty six. Well done, Chris. I have never seen her do a convention. I don't. Don Wells has done conventions, but I've never seen Don Wells at a convention either. Be perfect doing well back in the well, ten years ago maybe. You put you put her and 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 uh, Julia Newmar next to each other. Oh yeah, va va boom. That whole thing was a survivor. That's just sad. That was. (laughs) 
the way you worded that. Oh, Don Wells was in. There's a. There's a. It was only one season. I forget what it was called. It was a show on Netflix about people with autism um, finding love. Huh. I forget what it was called. And the one guy, his thing was um, going to conventions and stuff. And he loved Gilligan's Island. He went to the convention dressed as like the skipper or something <laughs> like that to meet Don Wells. They're in Australia. And she was insanely kind to this kid. It was like the Aww. greatest thing to watch her with this kid. Like, That's like nice. she, 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 you know, spread it on thick for this kid. Like it was great. So I really liked her. She's dead. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> okay. Right. Matt, your category is sports. <laughs> okay. This year marks the 45th year that the Pittsburgh Steelers have used this fan participation gimmick invented by their broadcaster, Myron Cope, to whip the fans into a frenzy. Oh, God. Name it. I have no idea. The wave. What do the Pittsburgh Steelers do I don't know. at their stadium? I'm going to say the wave so you can move on because I have no idea. All right. That is incorrect. Tim, can you steal? You put a cracker in the middle of the field. <laughs> no. Uh, Shit, I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, is it uh, not bad day? Um, bad day would be a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's football. Uh, <laughs> I think of that. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, uh, d- d- the free donuts for everyone. That is incorrect as well. Chris, you can steal. Take yeah. an even more commanding lead. Yeah, right. They all get a, a bobblehead. I'm saying. All right. That's an O for um, the thing the Steelers do, and everybody does it now, is the terrible towel. Okay. They, do the t- they do the rally towels. Like, yeah. they wave the towels. Oh, you spin them around? Yeah, yeah. Man. And theirs are, like, yellow. It's the terrible yeah. towel. That's the They thing. gave us a rally towel. Remember when we went to the first ever Soul game, they gave me a rally towel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When we yeah. sat behind Pierre Robert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pierre Robert. <laughs> Love yeah. that guy. I forgot, I forgot he was there. Hello, it's because Bon Jovi was there. I don't think Pierre Robert gives a crap about football, but Bon Jovi was there. So I love I love watching Pierre Robert commentate the mummers online now on the on the great entertainer. PHL I love it. 17. All right, Tim. Your turn. All right. Movies is your category. Seen a few. The plot of 1977's Smokey and the Bandit is a simple one. Two bootleggers must transport 400 cases of what beer? From Texarkana to Atlanta. Coors. Whoa, he hits me with the Coors. No See, time in between. Yeah, and I, and I was always like, what the fuck? You get Coors everywhere. Yeah. But at the time, you could not get Coors in Georgia. It was Coors was only like a regional beer. Now it's everywhere. But back then, it was a regional beer. Huh. And that's, that's why they wanted Coors. For some reason, they really wanted Coors in Georgia. So. That is correct. All right, Chris, back to you. I haven't seen movies in a while, man. I gotta rewatch them. Uh, that one's a that one. The first one is a great yeah. movie. Yeah. Your category is toys. Toys. I have a few. Barbie has been one of the all-time best-selling toys in history, but she is not without controversy from time to time. Tips. In the nineties, <laughs> Mattel discontinued Teen Talk Barbie. 
A talking version of the doll because of which of the following phrases said by the doll. I love shopping. Will we ever have enough clothes? Or math class is hard. Which one of those things was the phrase that got Teen Talk Barbie taken off the shelves? I'm going to go with my perverted mind. Math class is hard. Rock hard. I was going to say, why is that perverted? And then you answered it for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's my guess, Dave. All right. She did say all three of those things, but the thing that sent people into a tizzy is math class is hard. Oh, yeah. Why? Why? Yeah. (laughs) I I could ask you why. Are you saying why? You don't see a a a problem with that? (laughs) No. Like, is it it sexual? There's a stereotype that that women aren't good at math or driving. Oh. One of those. I think I know who wrote that then. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. All right. That All right. Chris t- has a lead here. I don't know if you guys are going to be able to catch him because we're about done. Okay. I mean, I'm not doing a prolonged version of right. the show. You want to listen to the whole show to be on you know, that podcast. But uh, superheroes, Matt. Oh, okay. I got a fleeting hmm. chance here. Daredevil. Marvel Comics has confirmed in a storyline that one of their most popular superheroes is polyamorous or bisexual as they become part of a thruple. In a comic, is the hero Star-Lord, Ant-Man, or Black Widow? Oh, is this recent? I hadn't heard this. Within Black Widow's version? <laughs> within, <laughs> I want to say within the last couple. Well, when did Don Wells die? Because this oh, that's the week I did. Yeah, keep, uh, this keep was at the beginning of the year. Go ahead. Yep. <laughs> this was at the beginning of the year. It's oh, 2021. Um, I have no I idea. All, did all, all three seem possible. Um, and all three comics I have never read in my life, so I would never know either way. I'm going to... I'm going to go with Star-Lord because I have no other answer. I don't even have it because every time... Well, every, any reason I give could be applied to anything. So I'll go with Star-Lord. What the hell? All right, that is correct. Oh, well done. Go. All right, I got one more for you. Chris kind of has a lead, but one of you guys can tie him here with this. I usually do a tiebreaker. I do a, a number to get people close to the number because when you run a trivia show, the last thing you want is ties. <laughs> and this eliminates ties. So I'll ask you guys, where were you on October 3rd, 1995? Oh, I thought you were going to ask us, where were we when we heard Don Wells died? Oh. <laughs> it was Where just were now. you when the world stopped turning October 3rd, 1995? <laughs> <laughs> Chances are, if you were around, you were watching the O.J. Simpson verdict, oh, as yeah. was over one-third of the American population, putting the viewership at how many people? Closest to that number is going to get a point oh to possibly God. tie Chris, but if Chris gets it, he wins. So, when you have your number... Oh, God. They, How many people it. were watching it? How many people watched the O.J. Simpson verdict live on October 3rd, 1995? Closest to that number. It's a point. I have no idea. Can I tell I you where I was? Because I, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Where were you? I was actually in the booth at the theater we all worked out watching that TV VCR thing in the corner in that little break area. To see it. Yep. Because I was, it was, I guess it was a, it must have been a Thursday or Friday. Friday, because I was in the booth doing prints, I believe. Nice. What's the date? October 5th, 
October 3rd, 1995. I'm going to see what day of the week that was. <laughs> yeah, how many, what day is that? I remember I, I was... I was in college, so it was like I made sure I ditched class or something so I could watch it. I mean, yeah, I would watch I, uh, it. I would watch that every afternoon. Like it was my favorite TV show. I think I, I pulled in to the theater parking lot where for work, and I remember. I think it was Carrie Moore. I think came out and and said that it, that was happening and, and guilty or not. It, I, it, I was think a, I it was Thursday, so I was probably there getting. Uh, it was probably my shift to run all the all the films that night and then tear down when everything was done. So I was probably there all day <clears throat> just scheduled and just watched it. Makes sense. Yeah. I was at uh, Bucks County community college. I skipped whatever class was happening because they said, because they, they, they had the big TV set up in the, in the student center down the lounge. And I, I sat there and the, and I, when I first sat down, there wasn't a whole lot of people there, but the place filled up. And I remember when they announced the verdict, Although I don't think anybody there will admit this, that doing this, but there was a scream like it was. It wasn't like a shock, like ah. Oh! It was like a. It was like an applause, like yeah. <laughs> it was. It, it was a cheer. It, it was very strange. Um, I don't rem- remember what my sound was. It, it, it was. It was definitely in shock. But yeah. I just. I remember the sound around me was a was a was like a cheer for that. But yeah, it was a. I mean, I am 100% with what Dave said, though. If I were in college at the time, I would have skipped to see that because with my luck, I'd have the one teacher that would not let anybody see the verdict. Be like, nope, there you must learn about economics in this hour. Mm -hmm. I don't care what's happening (laughs) in the world. That would be my luck. Mm -hmm. I'd have that teacher. (laughs) All right, Chris, what's your number? I'm going to go. Just like an even number, I'll go. I'll go like I'll go like I'll go eighty million. Okay, Matt, what's your number? I got one hundred twenty million. And Tim, what's your number? Uh, and I put one hundred twenty-five mil. Jesus, I'm too low then. I guess. <laughs> I yeah, I don't even know what that's a possible number. The hundred twenty, I just guessed. That's probably like twenty percent of the population, the U.S. population. Of the How many mass viewers first? Uh, <laughs> right. All right. The number is ninety-five million, wow. which makes Chris only fifteen million away, yeah. and Chris gets a point, and Chris wins. Hey. Congratulations! <laughs> Jeez, that's a lot. Well done. So, if you like this kind of stuff, I mean, it'll run the gamut from movies, music, celebrity, you know, nonsense, uh, you know, whatever, whatever, like nothing serious, nothing, nothing boring. It's a proper education. Come and get some. nothing says improve yourself like threats come and get your love it's time for school the bell's about to ring sucker get there (laughs) thank you for letting us see this character and we'll see you again on our next episode thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. 
Star Wars, and all Star Wars Universe characters, places, or Star Wars-related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in character episodes and information.